0: For a special offer that includes a four week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program.
1: Gear of the Year this year is sponsored by Stringjoy Strings, the Nashville based string custom shop whose innovative design, first rate materials, and labor intensive winding techniques I mean you get literally the best possible strings every time and music nomad the guitar maintenance care and setup toolkit company who make the best most high quality most well thought out kits and guides so you can keep your guitar playing as well as it possibly possibly can Dear listener, hello and welcome, welcome to the final of Gear of the Year 2023, the series of year-ending podcasts where guitar nerds team up with the Tone Mob and 40 Watt Podcast to determine the best guitar gear of 2023. We've done best guitar, done it, done it. We've done best effects pedal, yeah we have. We've done best amplifier stroke modeler, yes. That leaves the only thing left to do is best overall guitar product of 2023. We're going to be discussing listener's choice across the Guitar Nerds Patreon and the Facebook group as well. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined for Gear of the Year by Matt Knight. Hello. Blake Weiland. Hello. And Philip Carter. Well, howdy. Well, howdy indeed, Philip. Yes, howdy it is. Because we are here... We're here at the final. We've boiled it down to uh, nine products. So a winner and two runners-up from the previous categories, although none of that matters now. It's just they're all going into the same vat, as it were. Um. So, yeah, so that's what we got. I think a pretty good list, pretty strong contenders this year.
2: Yeah, I think so. Um,
1: mm-hmm. The only really sort of contentious bit was when we sort of strong-armed out what was – going to be second place in the uh, uh, the effects one last minute with the effects one. is
2: always more difficult though because mm. there's well there's no bad products across the whole board but it's much harder with effects because i think we're all closer to effects than we are guitars and amps <laughs> yeah. well, I'd, uh, speak for yourself uh, I think
1: philip, <laughs> no i definitely am and, and you probably are matt i think philip very much feels himself an amp man uh, yeah
3: if i could gig one guitar and four amps i would do it good <laughs> <Of course. laughs> Of course. Yeah,
4: I mean, I, I I think of myself as a pedal guy, but then I'm like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I know I'm like twelve or fifteen amps in here. So yes, you know. Sir. Uh, um, but
1: you also released your own pedal a few times.
4: Yeah, like almost as many times as I have as I have amps. I think now that yeah, I think there about you it. Go. <laughs> there you go. I do love pedals. I love yeah. love love pedals.
1: Okay, so the top nine dear listener that have gone through for us are the Harmony Jupiter Thin Line, the Silk Tone Micronaut, the Boss DM One Hundred One, the PRS Sedgt, the Boss IR Two, the Meris Mercury X, the PRS Dead Spec Silver Sky, the Victory Kraken Mark Two, and the Hologram Chroma Console. Now let's let put my class down. Sorry about that. Let's uh, take a look at the listeners' choices and see how they compared. Um, let's take a look at the Facebook lists first and then we'll have a look at the Patreon list to see how they differ. We'll start with guitars. I'll talk to you about their top three. Well, it looks like in third place in third place on Facebook on guitars, the Squire Paranormal Esquire. Not something that anyone really fought for when it came down to the nitty-gritty for us. But a very
2: cool guitar. It is a cool cool guitar. guitar. Mm -hmm. There's just um, too, (laughs) too many cool Squires. I think this is we said this before, Joe, on the podcast. It's like Squire has become the brand where they just do something cool and quirky all of the time. And mm-hmm. it's just like, they're all cool and they're all quirky and they're all the same money. So it's yeah. sort of like, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't necessarily say that one is gear of the year, but would I buy all of them if I could? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think any of them have kind of changed the game or shook things up as much as the Squire Bay 6. <laughs> Quite honestly, I think that was the one that was the most different. I can um, tell you
4: that we currently sell like once we kind of taken little surveys here and there like the ba- our basic strings went up significantly uh upon the adoption not necessarily the release but once it got more adopted in mass when the squire basics became really popular mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i guarantee you that's where most of our basic strings are going
1: yeah almost definitely mm-hmm. almost definitely But um, there we go. Paranormal Esquire in on third. Second and only second by a hair. Only just not getting first place. A guitar we didn't really give that much time to. The Shergo Telstar. Well, there you go. There you go. I think, as as you guys pointed out, um, uh, Blake and Philip, maybe that's the uh, British contingent on the Facebook voting that one up.
3: That might be.
4: I feel like it has to be because yeah, that's, that's the only, only thing that makes co- sense. It's the only community that I'm a part of that has even mentioned it, to be honest. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. And in first place, and only uh, just by 1%, so 21% of the vote, um, went to the PRS SEDGT. As it should have. Yes, Absolutely exactly, right. exactly. Which second place for us, so the Jupiter and the Silver Sky not featuring in the Facebook listeners group, but the DGT, second place for us, first place for them. They absolutely loved it. Now, over on the Patreon, dear listener, it was a very different story. In third place, well, I say very different story, third place, the same guitar, well, (laughs) sort of. It was the Squire Paranormal Esquire, but it tied with the Fender Tom DeLonge Stratocaster. The third place. There you go. Okay people love them invaders i guess i guess so (laughs) lots of blink 182 fans on our patreon but it was third place by quite a way because then in second place with a whopping amount of votes was the harmony jupiter thin line so there you go Mm. so there are patrons more in line with us and in first place can you guess the prs dgt absolutely it was the prs S E D G T. So there you huh. go. The uh, okay. Patreon listeners getting way more behind the same sort of things that we were, um, which is pretty cool. That's that's how that went down. Nothing Am then- I the only one
4: looking at that switch? Still, I think I'm still the only one looking at that switch. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. And then if we let's
1: take a look at the amps over on Amps um, on Facebook. I tell you what. I tell you what the 2 Rock Vintage Deluxe didn't do badly at all on Facebook. Only just you know well actually it's like fifth place but still yeah. there are other things that have done you know
4: much Far worse. Far worse. Exactly. Yeah. So Wait, in, hold on, um, it's been voted by Philip Carter. <laughs> Phil Carter and Carter McPhilip. Oh and 40 Watt
3: podcast logged in and voted as well. <laughs>
4: So in third place
1: over on the Facebook, the IK Multimedia Tonex, with 12% of the vote, something that uh, Blake, you especially, were um, uh, a strong supporter of. There you go. That coming in in third. In second place, uh, with 24% of the vote, the Marshall Studio JTM wow mm, people um, love a classic they do exactly exactly a product that you know didn't make it into our top three and i i, I voted for it i gave it my second spot i'd have fought a only... lot harder for it if i could have got uk prices
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah I fully agreed i honestly would have there we go
1: and in first place by an unbelievable securing 39 percent of the vote on facebook it was the boss i r two wow, it's great yeah, yeah. there it's you great. go, so um the boss i r two of course only making second place for us and being quite a contentious second as well mm. um over on the patreon um, over on the patreon, let's see how different is the story here well, not that different, third place is a tie. Between the IK Multimedia Tonex and the Fender Tone Master Pro. Whoa, what? Getting third place. Not a lot of support for us. It didn't get any points from us, but it's secured third place over on Patreon. Second place um, goes to the Marshall Studio JTM again. Okay. So, you know, they know what they're talking about. Good taste there. But in first place with almost as many votes as everything else put together the boss ir2 absolutely <laughs> storming that category wow yeah and uh, and then finally let's take a look at effects pedals over on um over on facebook um the way face, uh, the way the pedals have shaken out goodness me this was a contentious category um, in third I love it. place, love controversy. <laughs> in third place, something that you guys didn't give a lot of time to: the JHS Nauticlon, with eighteen yeah. percent of the vote.
3: To be honest, I'm surprised it's not higher. Hmm. I'm actually that feels like the kind of product that a Facebook group would pick as their gear of the year. Right.
1: Yes, yeah, So I guess it's uh yeah. So it's, it's the sensationalist. Uh, yes.
4: Product that's and there. also recent. Yeah, it's
1: very exactly. recent.
4: Mm-hmm. In
1: second place, with only a percent more, 19% of the vote, our favourite, the Boss DM101. With 19% of the vote, meaning that in first place, with 23% of the vote, was the Line6HX1. Whoa. There you go. There you go. Slightly different story, and much closer over on Patreon, in third place... And for a long time, this was first place on the Patreon. This was a last-minute change. The Boss DM101, third place, only getting third. Second, and this was the one I couldn't believe, JHS Nauticlon. Really? Wow. Second place. People on Patreon loved the Nauticlon more than they did the DM101. And in first y'all, place, y'all, it's a
3: clone. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I need to just say this: it's a clone, y'all. There are. It, I, I love the novelty of it, but it's a clone.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There we go.
3: And in first place, uh, only by one vote,
1: <laughs> is the Line Six HX One. Wow! So us removing it from the list is absolutely against the listeners, both on Facebook and on Patreon. There
2: it's uh it's it's in some ways i don't know if we actually do or people do put comments but it'd be interesting to know why people picked that obviously mm. um you know some of those things like why why did you pick that or you know how is it how is their reasoning different from our reasoning i think it was right for us to leave it off for the reasons that we mentioned yeah, um, but I so, can see I why mean, people liked it. And like I said, if I wasn't in this, maybe I would have voted for it. If I was just going in, and maybe I'd vote for it a couple of weeks ago, and we hadn't talked through a bunch of stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean, my I tune
4: definitely changed on on a variety of things. You know, as we've discussed them, right? Yeah. Um. It. it you know. I, I. I definitely. You guys have made good arguments for the reasons for all of this, and I. I. <laughs> Honestly, if somehow the Nauticlon, and I, I, I'm very complimentary of the Nauticlon. I love the story. We talked about that yeah. immensely in the last episode, and I love Josh. But if the Nauticlon had somehow ranked as high with us as it has with the listeners, I would have been very confused. And, yeah. if, and I would have been fighting way more hard. Way, like I would way rather see the HX1 in our top three than the Nauticlon by a, a landslide and I didn't really want the HX1 for the yeah. reasons that we stated mm. um, but um I guess that just shows that uh, uh, we're weird <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: I fully expect next year to see way more pedal boards with the HX1 than we see of any of the other effects we talked about right. for yeah. gear of the year yeah. but I simultaneously will tell you it just wasn't as exciting to me
1: Mm-hmm. I think that's the problem. I I, I, I voted for the HX1. You know, I, I really thought it did have a place mm-hmm. there. I understood the arguments against it, but I felt that the arguments against it were basically what you just said for it. It just, you know, you wanted something more exciting. And sometimes yeah. the best product is just the one that works the best. And that certainly does. I mean, the comments actually on the... Facebook group are mostly around the HX One. Mark Adams saying, "My HX One just arrived. It's fantastic. This is the MIDI controllable pitch shifter. Drop to you in a whammy. I've always wanted, and everything else is just a bonus." Um, uh, Ross Edwards saying, "I sold my H Nine when I got my HX One. I had the HX Effects for several years." but suffered from option paralysis the user interface is so much better on the HX1 and it's part of an ongoing ecosystem i see it being supported for several years to come mm. yeah mm. so yep it's true there you go there you go that's uh d- definitely none of us would say it wasn't a brilliant
3: product but i guess oh no i, no, I think I absolutely it, things br- I'll have one
4: yeah mm. when we first started talking about it you know and i still agree it is brilliant but yeah Again, I, I, I primarily go off of what, what I'm going to buy and what excites me the most. And so yeah. then that's not it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd mm-hmm.
1: agree. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So that's that then. Those are those are the listener picks. We've got our picks. We can use the listener picks as some sort of guide if you want. You can disregard yeah. them. Just know that they're there. That's what, the people, that's what the people <laughs> think. We've got to come up with a top three then and there's no a special way to do this we can assign points the same way as we did before i guess um matt i'll I'll start with you are there any things are there three things that are really jumping out to you or a thing something you want to talk about that you feel definitely has a place in its top three just
2: Uh, a thing for now
1: that you think should definitely be there
2: i don't think we can ignore the dgt um for me like i said i think it ticks all all of the right boxes at yeah. the right price i think it's a great spec it sounds good everyone who's reviewed it um has loved it i've number one,
1: one choice on both patreon and facebook
2: yeah i i played one i thought it was amazing uh i think the gold top's awesome i think it's a culmination of you know, forty years of development and learnings that have been able to make a guitar that good for that much money. I, th- I think they could have easily made that a thousand pounds, and uh, we, we may not have been talking about it as much because it kind of hit that price point, but it was still been a great guitar. Um, I just think for yeah, seven nine nine English pounds, it's just yeah, that that seals it for me. But the spec, the features, the sound. Uh, like I said, I think that might be my first, um, my first PRS. I think that is the one I would buy based on what everything I've I've seen, played, heard, and I, and and like I said, I think the listeners, are onto something. You know, it's it's come top in those two choices as well. So I don't think we can ignore that. Okay. okay. On
3: on that vein, just to to reiterate, a, something that came to me, uh, I think the PRS DGT has taken a spot for me it, it's it's not a guitar that I need in my life. I have way too many guitars as it is, but I think it's the new like perfect second guitar for like a guitar player oh they've they've had the classic vibe or they've had you know whatever it is they started on a epiphone whatever I think the d g t is like that perfect next the the s e is that perfect next step do all guitar and it kind of replaces a telecaster in that spot for me.
2: Right, I see. Do you know, um, I think I'm going to say something very similar to what I said for the um, Music Man um, when we did the Valentine, when we did the Sterling. And I said, Mm, I think they've made the guitar too good for the money. Um, Yeah. And this kind of feels the same thing. I feel that they've made it too good for the money. And I think, like you say, it's a great second guitar and even – better first guitar especially if you're coming up the ranks um in terms of playing and it's not it it, it's a guitar that you can project yourself onto as a player it doesn't have um a overtly kind of look or feel to it that instantly says a particular style sound or genre to me it's I think you can just be your own thing on it. And, and I think yep. that's really nice.
1: How um how are you feeling about this one, Blake? Because you were the most lukewarm
4: about the DGT.
1: You couldn't you know, get excited for this one.
4: I think what Matt just said is part of why I feel so lukewarm on it. Right. It has no personality. It's just, I, I don't. Understand? It's just an okay double humbucker guitar. That's what. That's how you're thinking. That's how I'm thinking. Uh, It looks like we're sort of saying we're getting excited
1: because PRS have made something that you know doesn't look like a shiny dentist dildo. You know that's. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna get
4: grief for that. (laughs) Uh, uh, It's it's one of those things where like you guys are are convincing me, but I, I still think. Now, now, this has changed because everyone has sung such high praise about it. Now, admittedly, I've never played one. Yeah, and admittedly, yeah. I never would have played one prior to this conversation or right. this these podcasts. I never probably would have asked to pick that one up. Now, I feel obligated. I feel like I'm going to have to seek one out to play to see what the hype's about. But, you know, based on what we were talking about earlier, sort of along the lines with the HX1 uh, am I excited about it? The only reason I'm excited about it is because it's a uh, it's a decent looking PRS at a great price point, and I know PRS makes great guitars. Just looking at it, though, I'm like, uh it just doesn't do anything for me at all. Like, it, it looks fine, it looks acceptable, it looks okay. But I definitely don't share the same enthusiasm that the listeners do for it. That said, because it is almost universally recognized as being a great player, even though I haven't experienced it myself, I, I could be swayed into throwing a point its way, uh, even though if I'm looking at this list, I'm going with the Jupiter all day. Right. I mean,
1: fair. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, okay. I'm going to stay on the fence about the DGT because I see both of your arguments. I love this guitar as just like an, the ultimate solution and like PRS making something that's that's not too much. This is a great player's guitar and I love it for that. I also see this guitar being very popular with people. Certainly it won in both our Patreons and our Facebook listeners think it's the most exciting thing to happen this year and I'm paying attention to that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, but I see what you're
4: saying, Blake. So I'm, I'm sort of staying on the fence on
1: on that one for now.
4: I don't hate it. There's no Not, part of me that hates it at all. No, it's exactly. just, it's just like ah, it's cool.
1: Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So there's the DGT. That's that's sort of uh, the first one that we're that we're you know considering. Philip, have you got you have you got one that you feel and needs to take a spot?
3: I am gonna really lobby hard for. And this is where even though I'm an amp guy, this is where I'm going to step back a little bit from like oh what excites me. Like the other three rounds where I got to be like no, this is me. This is mm-hmm. this is what excites me the most. Now we're down to what is the best thing that came out this year? I'm going to have a hard time calling an amp the best thing that came out this year. Right. Mm-hmm. So because I don't see that being as sort of universal Uh Uh, across the board very specifically when you're talking amps yeah it's real easy for me to get real excited about that so i'm probably gonna be looking at and one that's looking at uh, the more we talked about it in the past episode the dm 101 i that's gonna be a strong i actually said it after i heard the demos because i like i said in the fx episode uh i didn't get excited about it when it released i was ready to hate it but then i heard it and then after I heard it, and then when the list of features rolled off the page and onto the floor and out the door for an analog delay, I was like, it's gonna be a hard product to beat at the end of the year for yeah. the best thing released this year. So I'm gonna throw mm-hmm. some pretty serious weight behind the DM one oh one. I um
1: I completely agree with you. I kind of feel like the DM one oh one has a bit of everything that we're looking for. It's uh it's partially retro. It's sexy. It's it's something that's new. It's very usable. It's cool. It's a it's a progression. You know, it's uh, it's moving forward with technology as well. There's there's yeah. so much about it that is exactly what you want from a gear of the year thing. It's um, a step
3: change in analog delay. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's uh, it's a great product. Um, yeah, Blake, how are you feeling about the DM one hundred and one?
4: I uh, I mean uh I think Matt could not be here and it would still it's still going to secure a spot I think right. based on uh, right. yeah. <laughs> how <laughs> okay. we feel well, about let's, it. Let's <laughs> talk
1: about that then. Mm-hmm. The IR2 has one in the uh, on both Patreon and Facebook. We can't not talk about this product. I feel like it's, it's almost suffering from the same thing the DGT does in that it's not that sexy. It's a gray pedal with some amp models on it that are on knobs instead of on a screen. Difficult to get super excited about that, but...
4: But for some reason, I am. Yeah, that's great. Okay, well, that's yeah. good. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm.
1: The IR2, I do think, you know, and, and I think when we talk about the winner of Gear of the Year, not just in its category, even though the IR2 didn't win in its category... Um, I think there's a there's a very good argument for it being the best product of twenty twenty three.
2: it's 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 interesting because we launched the IR two hundred, maybe what, twenty twenty-one? Mm-hmm. No, twenty 2020, twenty yeah, twenty twenty one, I think. I think it was twenty twenty one. And yeah. I've got it's one. done it's done okay. It's really good. It's got loads of options, way more options than basically any other amp in a box pedal out there. I'm not I, a big fan of the
1: 200 screen system.
2: But I, but I think it's not... I, I, I just think the thing about the IR2 and the reason it's been so popular is because it's all of that in the most iconic... Yeah. yeah. ...effects chassis you of all time. You brought
1: a 40-year-old chassis into 2023 with the most advanced technology it's, it's, we've got. I think that's very cool.
2: It's kind of like reinventing that and reusing and modernizing that Boss Compact space um and that's what i really love about it you know i think for me it's certainly it's changing the way that we are and i'm doing demos and in-store demos and training uh you know hopefully guitar shows in the future because we can just put it at the end of a pedal board um and it's just easy you know it's easy to plug headphones in it's easy to get a great sound it's easy for people to be at nam and record a demo of a guitar pedal straight into Instagram. And yeah. the fact that for me, the, the the cool feature for me is the fact that it saves those two sounds. It's not yeah. like a clean version and a distorted version. It is two completely it's different sounds. The fact that you can save settings just by pressing a, a switch, I think is super cool. Um, so I think it crams a lot in for a compact, considering that pedal is, yeah. 40 years old i think it cramps a lot in
3: yeah you want to know where i'm sorry go ahead blake
4: uh, it's just like you know i was um, for my own personal taste more into the tonex than the ir2 but that's just based on who i am as a player and as a person realistically is this a better product for a majority of players because i i I'm I'm a nerd. I play weird. I don't play normal things most of the time. And I certainly am not out gigging every weekend. Is this a better product for most people than the Tonex? Probably. Like probably because you can just plug it in and go and it's there and you can tweak it if you need to, but you don't really have to, Mm. you know, and it also it takes up one spot on your board.
3: Yes. There's my point,
4: you know. It, that's for for most people. It's going to be a better option, even though I personally prefer the ToneX. That I mean, most people, the IR two is a better option. What you guys have done with it is really tremendous. So I I think it it's got to be somewhere in here. I'm actually having a really hard time because we have a really good list of stuff here, yeah. and yeah. I'm yeah. gonna be slightly pretty upset pretty. no matter what because there's gonna be something I love that doesn't make it on the list, regardless of how the results fall.
1: So I feel a little bit like the products that often make it through to this end are the products that we see longevity in or the products Mm -hmm. we see is making a mark on the year. For example, we all thought the Silk Tone Micronaut was the best amp because it is an awesome piece of kit, but it's not going to be remembered as a 2023 release. I'm not taking anything away from it winning its category. It absolutely should. But when you do the overall, you look Mm -hmm. for a little longevity.
3: So, uh, I want to add this before we move away from the IR2, because I think this is going to be a really, for me, this is one of the things that's really going to be an earmark on it. At $200. Yes. At a low current draw for a single space pedal. do do Y'all, please tell me, you remember the crate power blocks? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This, and I'm going to say this first, it's the new crate power block in that... The crate power block, it made no sense at that price point for every guitarist not to own one as a backup to their amp when they gigged because it could fit in your gig bag of your guitar and carry it with you. This is the new, smaller, lighter, more versatile, more feature-rich backup to your amp, or the main amp on your pedal board. There's zero reason for every guitarist on the planet not to own this, whether as their main amp or as a backup amp. Yeah, I feel like it's got the most universal appeal. Matt, does it have bass amps?
2: No. Sorry, Joe. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Listeners, you can't see this, but I think Joe just died a little bit. uh, We wanted
2: to just keep it Just for guitar players, just want to keep it a bit.
4: There's one other thing that we you've touched on a little bit, Matt, and you touched on it more when we were actually talking about it. Another really important point, and something that really drives it home for me, as somewhere in the top three for sure. It's also a recording interface. You can plug it into your phone, stream to Instagram. You can plug it into your interface, directly into your laptop, and you're done. You can just record a great sounding guitar track with your guitar, that pedal, and GarageBand. Mm-hmm. that that's that's ridiculous. I mean not and then forget about like hooking your whole board up to it. Like that's that's absurd. That's an yeah. absurd amount of bang for the buck that you're packing in well, I, at I 200 think, bucks. Think
2: think about this because it's um it's got you if you if you put it on your board and you run I don't know, a delay or a reverb pedal in the effects loop because you can reamp through it. That means mm. you can also reamp through um those pedals as well (laughs) Uh so you know it's just crazy what you can what you can do with it i just think um it pack it packs a lot of punch for what it is really really does yeah so if we're talking about
1: other pedals that we feel will make a mark on the year pedals that are a progression you know adding something more that we didn't have before this existed do we feel that the meris mercury x has a place in this list
4: I I obviously do. (laughs) (laughs) I think I made my case pretty strongly. The thing I like most about it is that I I love reverb. I love reverb pedals, and this is the reverb pedal to get. It can do things that have never been done before, Uh as well as things that have been done before really easily and really well. And it's hard to imagine anything topping this as a reverb pedal for years and it's yeah it's just it's got everything that you need and I think the reason it didn't rank higher uh with listeners it didn't do well at all with listeners is because they didn't really know they didn't really know Maris fans knew but the general public it kind of got glossed over a little bit and the same thing happened to the LVX last year Last year, the LVX was kind of like, eh, nobody really knew about it, and I, I really had to talk it up to get it to rank. Yeah. And and this year, I feel the the same thing is happening with the Mercury X. I think people didn't realize what it really was or is, and it's going to be a little bit of a slow burner, kind of like Philip experience with the LVX. Yeah. yeah. Right. I see. I see. Okay.
0: It, well. it
3: changed – it literally changed the price point of premium reverb as well, because the CXM had sort of elevated that price point. What you expect out of and El, uh, Marissa said, "Well, you can we can do that, but we can do that here."
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And I, again, we're going to talk money because money has to be talked about because you know none of us have an infinite supply. Uh, I, I it's expensive, yes. Is it worth every penny? Probably almost certainly. I haven't played it, so I can't be definitive, but I'm almost certain it is.
4: It's hard for me. I what I keep let me put it to you this way. When I keep needing a reverb, yeah. I'll literally I got a lot of reverbs. I'm a reverb collector. I have lots. And I open the drawer and I'm like, yeah, I need a reverb for this track. What am I gonna do? And my Mercury X is already hooked up. And I go, actually, I'll grab one. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna use this reverb, and I'll go to Go over and unplug it, and like, actually, I can find that in here. Just a second, and then I and I can dial it right up and get exactly what I was going to get with that other pedal. Yeah, so I think I just think if you have that, you really just don't need any other reverbs. You're you're good. Yeah,
2: yes, it is. I think think for me, it's can you know, and I don't disagree with any of that, but it's in some ways I feel we're going to end up putting uh, DM one hundred one against.
1: the Mercury X <laughs> <laughs> oh, versus Digital Baby.
2: Um, you know, it's, okay, it's okay, so difficult.
1: Okay, so, uh, dear listener, we've been casting our votes on our screens in front of us. Uh, remember, these can be we we can change these at any time. Matt, you are the only one who is oh, not. I didn't vote.
2: realize. I didn't realize that everyone else had put in <laughs> uh, uh, put in votes. I think I'm. <laughs> i kind of really struggling for a first, second, and third to be honest. It's really um, tough, man. There's, there's yeah. some
4: good stuff on this list. It's yeah, so good.
2: I think despite owning a silk tone micronaut and loving it, and I did really, you know, really, really love it in the AMP category, is it the best piece of gear this year? No. Um between, I would say, I don't know if I have a top three for both DM101 and IR2. I think I have used both, but I think I prefer IR2 more.
1: Really? Um,
2: Interesting. Yeah, I think I prefer IR2 more because of what it does and what it's done for compacts. Um, I think I prefer the DGT over the Silver Sky. Um, I definitely prefer the DM101 over the Mercury, but obviously if I'm not going to pick the – DM101. Love the Harmony, but I think the DGT is better than the Harmony. Well. I haven't really <laughs> talked about the Kraken. So I, uh. I think for <laughs> me, I'm going with. I'm going with. This. So I'm going with Chroma Console in third. Yeah. IR2 it- in second. DGT in. First. it's paining me not wow. to put the cro-
4: the chroma con- console somewhere on
2: mine i want to i'm
1: surprised yeah, yeah i'm surprised the chroma consoles made it in there for you matt considering the the other options
2: well i just um i mean i love dm101 but again the pedal i've used the most out of new boss pedals we've launched this year has been the sd 3000 so i think i've got my own personal list of gear bits of gear of the year but uh-huh. i'm kind of trying to think the ones that i think are going to make the biggest impact and it could say you know it could be an argument to say the dgt will people forget about it maybe uh, we could say that about anything i definitely think the ir2 and the chroma console are going to be mainstays i wouldn't be surprised if we saw something like the chroma console pop up in reverbs list again um
3: almost certainly oh yeah Mm -hmm. mainly because i think it'll hit the reverb uh list again because it has so much appeal beyond guitarists Mm. yep and i think that's why the i think that's why the microcosm stayed on the list for so long it had appeal way beyond guitarists Mm.
4: Yeah. yeah the only reason i don't have it in here honestly is because you guys made such a convincing argument for the IR two, yeah, uh, and I have to I have to acquiesce to the the people on this one because as even though I would probably use the Chroma console way more than the IR two, generally speaking, for most people, the IR two is more of a game changer. I think for guitarists specifically, and as far as I'm aware, this is the guitar nerd's gear of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Wow.
1: Okay. Okay. So um, as it as it stands then, dear listeners, to give you the rundown, I selected the IR2 in third, the DGT in second, and the DM101 in first. Um, Matt has gone for the hologram chroma console in third, the IR2 in second, and the DGT in first. Philip has gone for the DM101 in third, the DDT in second, and the IR2 in first. Blake has gone for the Mercury X in first, the IR2 in second, and the DM101 in third, which actually, as it stands, means that Philip has got this year's gear of the year bingo because exactly his third to first is how this has panned out points-wise. It means that in (laughs) third place would be the Boss DM101 with five points. In second place would be the PRSE DGT with seven points. And by just one point, and with the only person voting it their favourite piece of gear of 2023, which was Philip, uh, with eight points, the Boss IR2. That's how it stands. IR2 DGT DM101.
2: I'm 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 amazed because... (laughs) you know ir2 when i finally got one and i really spent a lot of time with it i'm like this is really cool and i think it's going to be a great game changer for how i do demos how my team do demos for people using it in store for loads of stuff and to bring all that into a compact but i had no idea that people would love it as much as they did considering that yeah we launched it on the 30th of november yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, it's been everywhere you know people are talking about it everywhere and i kind of see the same with the prs dgt you know if i sort of put it into youtube like the amount of people that have done videos on it um it's yeah it's been great and i think the dm 101 to me has done even though i i didn't vote for it i mean as we talked about in the effects episode really done a lot for putting itself at the flagship point and then saying to other builders come on Build something better because that's what it's about. You've got to build something better, so you've always got something else to aim for. Um, so I, I, I'm kind of happy with that top three, even though my one of my votes didn't make a difference. But I, I'm kind of I'm kind of into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does
1: mean that the two things I didn't mention, dear listener, is the other two products that received votes were the hologram Chroma console with one lone point from Matt. And the Mercury X with three points, all from Blake, just outside of the top three, but still, you know, top five, fourth. Um, but nonetheless, what we're talking about is our number one and our two runners up, which means double turn up for boss, um, which I'm sure you'll get plenty of fleck about, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, not
2: on, I'm not on social media, so it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it, it means that in line with our listeners then we would be putting the um the the boss ir2 and the dgt two products that our listeners viewed as being the best in their category um at at sort of the top of our list so we've sort of ended up in line with everyone how do we feel about that as the list philip i guess you're happy I'm I'm gonna add tastemaker <laughs> to my resume. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I'm surprised I didn't see more. I mean, uh, you know, everyone except Matt voted for the DM 101, but I'm surprised to see it only getting a point from Blake and Philip. I thought more people would be excited
4: about that. I but, flipped you know. the IR and the DM 101. Once right. I really started thinking about use case and yeah. you know mm-hmm. how yep. how that's it. Yep. You know, I again I I tried to the best of my ability. To, I know we voted. I voted a lot on excitement, and that's how I usually vote. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is why the DGT got no points from me. Um, but and I'm more excited about the DM101. But the there's I just don't think there's any way around the IR2 not being the more important release. Right. Unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I, I you know. Dear co-hosts, I think we have a top three. The Boss DM101 in third place, the PRS SEDGT in second place, and the Boss IR2 in first place. Meaning that we do technically have an amp, a guitar, and effects pedal in our top three.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we got a whole rig.
3: Oh, this really? is the rig of the We're year. we going to get
4: roasted for this calling this an amp. Oh man, yeah, we
3: are. We are. I love it. I, I,
2: I bring it. I on. hate
3: it, but it is what it is. <laughs>
2: I, I tell you what, if if Joe buys me a PRS DGT, I could actually play that rig. Now that is uh... <laughs> there you go. I'm in.
1: I'm well, in. the, the IR two has one overall product of the year, despite the fact that it didn't.
4: When its category which just goes Interesting. To show that's, i guess
3: that's because it's not the best amp yes. it's not
4: <laughs> no that's true the micronaut's <laughs> a better amp because it's an amp yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. yeah
1: well um there it is then dear listener that's the top three the dm101 the TGT, and the ir two are the guitar nerds the tone mob and 40 watt podcasts favorite gear of 2023 thank you very much dear listener for listening to us waffle on across um what has been almost seven hours i guess <laughs> around seven <laughs> hours of uh, <laughs> of podcasting across the last four days we actually did this in across two days so feel for us dear listener we're uh yeah. our throats are sore and we're exhausted but team philip blake It is always wonderful to have you join me and Matt over here on uh, on Guitar Nerd's for Gear of the Year. The last two years that we've been doing this have been absolutely fantastic. I feel like we've had the best gear of the years we've ever had.
3: It's a lot of fun, and if anyone disagrees, you're welcome to yell at me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Guitar (laughs) Nerd's, (laughs) and I mean, you can yeah, it's great. You can yell at me all you want,
4: and I won't care
3: yeah exactly there
1: there it is there it is Mm -hmm. well um that brings us to the end then of gear of the year dear listener thank you very much for listening this is also the last guitar nerds podcast of the year so have yourself a wonderful holiday whatever you're doing um the guitar nerds will be back in january matt and i will return and uh what are you guys doing do you guys take a break philip do you take a break for
3: 40 watts I do. So my season wrapped up on my birthday, which was back on December 7th. Uh, so season four will be launching. I don't have a hard date only because I normally try to launch right at the end of February. I like to give myself that the holidays and then like January to schedule things. But also, NAM is happening in January again, and I'm going to be in California. So we'll see how that all shakes out.
1: Oh,
4: ah, excellent. Blake? No, no breaks over here. Wow, uh, you, you I, go I, straight through. I go straight through, and no, no rest for the wicked. Uh, <laughs> I've got, I've got uh, some good episodes stacked up, um, and yeah, I'll just keep releasing them as as normal. I did three episodes last week. So, wow, my goodness. Yeah.
1: With more energy than I Well, um, thank you guys very much for joining us Dear listener, thank you for listening We'll be back next year With more of this guitar nerdery Farewell
3: Goodbye Adios
1: Well that's, uh, That's it You've done it, dear listener You've completed it the end, the finisher, the conclusion, the finale, the end of Year of the Year and of Guitar Nerds Podcasting for 2023. Well done. You made it. All the way to the end. Good for you. Good on you. Great job. Excellent work. Fantastic. You right there. Yes, you. I'm talking to you. You've done it. You've even listened past the intro music to the end. The real end. The ending of ends. The end, 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 end. End. End, 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 end. End, 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 end. 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 The end. This is the end. This is the